Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hello, 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 and happy Money Making Monday, Rich Girls. It's your girl, Candice, and I will be your host as usual. I hope that you guys are having an amazing Monday, whether it's the morning, I hope that your Monday is going to be amazing. If it's the evening, I hope that you have had an amazing and productive day. I hope that you're feeling good and I hope that you are feeling motivated to get out there and get that bag. For those of you that are new here, my name is Candace Young and I'm a financial wellness coach. I specialize in budgeting, credit, repair, financial planning, etc. All things that make us rich girls. So welcome to the tribe. Welcome to the table. I invite all women to come sit at the rich girl table. And I cannot forget about my money mindset kings out there who are also building wealth and supporting our rich girls in all of their dreams and endeavors. So welcome to the show. I am, we are on season two of the Money Mindset Queen podcast, and it has been a journey. If you weren't here for season one, I highly recommend, not just because it's my podcast, but so that you can get to know me better, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to season one. Season one is all about the mistakes that I made, all about just my entire financial journey and how things turned around for me. And I think it's super impactful that when you listen to these episodes, you know the story behind my journey. You know that I am just like you. And I just got up one day and decided that I was going to turn things around for myself. I wasn't going to feel sorry for myself. I wasn't going to play the blame game and, and think thoughts like I'll never get out of these financial struggles. I decided that I wanted to be rich and wealthy and that I was going to turn things around and do that. And that's the story. You will hear about my lowest lows. You will hear about my highest highs, but most importantly, you're going to hear how I navigated the journey of financial freedom. So I invite you to listen to season one, but um, definitely want you to tune in today. We've had an amazing season two so far. We've been dropping tons of gems. We've been talking through a lot of money-related conversations. We're talking about making more money. We've talked about um, side hustles, right? We've talked about why you should pay yourself first. And for those, for those of you who don't know, I am actually your credit queen on Instagram. So with that being said, we're going to get into some credit conversations. So for those of you who aren't following me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at your credit queen. When I started my business, not my financial journey, when I started my business, 
I decided that I was going to help people with their credit. And it morphed into this entire, just much bigger business than I ever thought it would be. And I get to live my passion every day, which is helping women become financially free, understanding their worth, and then adding tax to that. Okay. So we get into a lot of different topics as it relates to financial freedom journeys, what those look like, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So because I go by your credit queen, I I noticed we talked a lot about money and money is great, but credit is king. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. Credit is king. So if you are tuning into the Wealth Wednesday segments, which for those of you who may not know what that is, each and every Wednesday or every other Wednesday, sorry, we drop a Wealth Wednesday segment. It's about five minutes and it's your just quick dose of rich girl energy. On the last Wealth Wednesday, we spoke about, or the one before that, we spoke about credit and we spoke about how to boost your credit score in 60 days. So run back and catch that. It's only about five or six minutes. Run back and catch that, right? And in that Wealth Wednesday segment and episode, I said that we were going to be shifting the conversation to credit. Because I am someone who I'm never going to stop chasing the bag, right? And let me not say chasing, okay? We're attracting things these days. We don't chase anything. Not men, not jobs, not careers, not friends, not money. It comes to us, right? We are abundant. We are putting in the work. And so it's going, all of that is going to be part of the law of attraction, right? When you start to walk in purpose and you start to really do the work, quote unquote, things just start to happen for you. Okay. So we talked a whole lot about money and I'm never going to stop trying to acquire more streams of income. Okay. It's necessary. We've spoke about it in other episodes. It's no longer an option to have more than one stream of income. It's a necessity. And we've gone deep into that and why that is in previous episodes. All of that is great, but the reality is you're not always going to have money and that's why you got to have good credit, okay? I know that was a heavy one. You're not always going to have the money, but you will always, you're always going to need that credit, okay? And what I mean by that is put yourself, think about this, think about a huge investment you want to make right now. All of us have dreams. All of us have these big, big things we want to tackle, these big, big goals we want to tackle, right? So think about one of those goals that you have lined up and how much money it will take to bring it to fruition. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of free stuff out there, okay? There's a lot of resources out there that help us be more frugal as it relates to business expenses. And all of that is cool, but you still got to come out of pocket for something, whether it's a photo shoot, whether it's some sort of branding strategy session, whatever it is, you got to come out the pocket for something. Okay. Whether it's gas each week to go meet clients, it don't matter. You got to come out of pocket. When it all comes down to it, A nice percentage of people 
don't have the money that it takes to bring certain things into fruition. But they do it anyway. And how, how, how credit, I'm yelling at y'all, credit, 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 credit. It is the most important tool in financial freedom that you will ever need. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Please, please know that the OG, I know my, my podcast is titled The Money Mindset Queen, but please know that when I when it was born, when this entire operation was born, my name was Your Credit Queen. I'm yours. I'm all about the credit. You already know we're queens. So <laughs> with that being said, I firmly believe credit is king and here is why. If you don't make money every day, but you have expenses that show up every day, that is where debt starts. And obviously you're not going to spend money every day, but the average person spends money way more days than they get paid. Let me put that into perspective for you. Lots of people get paid on a biweekly schedule, some monthly, some weekly, and you know, some people get paid daily. Great. Shout out to you. But most people biweekly, maybe even monthly, which gag. I shout out to y'all because that monthly, I mean, you got to be a beast at managing money. I remember I worked a job where, or probably a side hustle where they paid me monthly and it was a big check, but it was that one check a month and you really have to make it do what it do. So shout out to y'all that get paid on a monthly basis. That's definitely money management uh, skills, top tier money management skills. But when it all comes down to it, right, we are not getting paid as many days as we're spending money. I'm going to say that one more time. We don't get paid as many days as we're spending money. So you might spend money 17 days a month, but you get paid twice. Right? This is where debt starts. But but there's always a but. If you have great credit, you can spend money whenever you want. Not to say you can pay it back whenever you want. Obviously, there are due dates, but essentially you can pay money, you can pay for something today and say, I'm gonna pay out of pocket for it next week when I get paid, or when I flip this property, or when I whatever, right? Having great credit means that you can go to a financial institution and say, hey, look, I'd like to buy a vehicle and I need $50,000. I want an Audi. I want $50,000. And that financial institution will write you a check. You will go to the car dealership and say, I want that Audi right there. They're going to give it to you. You're going to walk away. You're going to pay your credit union back at a low interest rate. Does anybody know what happens when you go to a dealership to buy a vehicle? Most of the time you go into the dealership because you don't have the credit to go to your financial institution and say, hey, look, I need a $50,000 loan or a $60,000 loan, right? And if you got 50,000 cash money, shout out to you. Go get your whip. That's what's up. I'm talking to the folks that are are trying to get their credit life lit 
are trying to get their financial situation lit, right? Like we're on a journey, right? So if you don't got 50,000 sitting in the bank to go buy a car with, the next best option is to go to a financial institution because when you pull up at the dealership, they're going to show you, if you notice, they take you to a computer and they say, look, 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 all of these people approved you. Here's the interest rates. Here's the payment every month. You automatically scroll your eyes up to the cheapest payment and you're like, give me that one. Automatically. Everybody does it. Don't tell me you don't. Everybody does it. Scroll up to the, to the cheapest and you're like, mm, that interest rate ain't too crazy. Give me that one. What you don't realize is there's probably two or three more pages of people that they've ran your credit with. And you walking out of there with 17 inquiries on your credit report versus one inquiry that they would have made at your financial institution. A lot of people don't notice, right? And then you have another handful of people that just don't got the credit with the financial institutions because of a system called checks systems, C-H-E-X, checks systems. If you messed up with a bank, let's say, I don't know, you were in college around 05, you overdrew an account and you said, forget it, I'm gonna just close it. I'm not saying I did that or nothing, but you know, let's say you just say, I'm gonna close it. That's gonna show up on your bank credit. You have bank credit. You have something called bank credit. It's gonna show up on your bank credit, baby. And that's ugly because sometimes a bank will deny you a checking account. Yeah, a checking account. They will deny you a checking account if your bank credit is trash, period. This is why we have to be financially responsible. Because eventually when the smoke clears, we all want good credit. We all want good credit. That's why the credit repair industry is what it is. And that's why I take pride in working one-on-one with my clients. Because I never want my clients to feel like they're a number, right? I want my clients to know you can call or text me anytime if you have any questions, because this is important. Fixing your credit and getting yourself financially stable is important. So you don't call in and talk to a representative. You text me directly. Hey, Candace, this is what's going on with my journey. I have a question. Can I call you? That's how this works on this side. Because I am extremely passionate about women in particular having their financial situation in order. And it's a trifecta, savings and investments, money management, and good credit. I want women to learn how to save and then I want women to learn how to invest I want women to know how to manage their money. You work hard for it. I don't want you to mismanage your money. I want women to manage their money well. And I want women to have a credit score that will allow them to walk off of a lot with the car they want, to go browse homes in the nicest, biggest neighborhoods, to be able to launch businesses to get $100,000 and $200,000 loans to fund their dreams so that they can flourish and walk in purpose and be happy at the end of the day. If you've been following this season, you know there's an episode a few episodes back that's called Money Doesn't Buy Happiness. It buys everything else though. Yeah. Did you feel that? Give me an amen if you felt that because hello, somebody. 
I'm not telling y'all that money buys happiness, but guess what? Nobody broke is happy. <laughs> you can say what they want. You can say what you want. Most people want, and, and you don't got to want the big house on the hills. You can want a penthouse in Manhattan. Everybody wants to live comfortably, right? You may not want all the glitz and glam. We do though. Anybody listening here, we do though. We want it all. However, you may not want all of that, but everybody wants to live comfortably. Everybody wants to be able to cover an emergency. Everybody wants to be able to invest if the opportunity presents itself. Everybody just wants to be happy and live out their dreams. And the reason I started this business and this podcast and just this entire tribe is because I understand that. And I know how hard it is to pull yourself out of financial holes, to pull yourself out of financial struggles. I know how hard that is, but I also know what great credit and money management can do for your life. Some of us just need to make money to be able to clear our skin. (laughs) I'm not even being funny. The stress that financial trouble gives you will have you out here looking a little crazy. (laughs) Just crying in the corner. I don't know how I'm going to pay my light bill. Just crying. I've been there. Okay. But what having good credit does is it allows you to cover whatever expenses may arise, whether expected or unexpected, if you don't have the money, because we will not always have the money. We won't. Unless you like the homie on Squid Game with the, I ain't even going to say, but with the whoever won on Squid Game with all that money in your account, unless you're that person. Whoever's watching Squid Game, shout out to you. It was a good show. It was real good. <laughs> but if you're not sitting with billions and billions of dollars in your account, money runs out because bills are due every month. I don't care if you've paid off your house. I don't care if you've paid off your car. You still got bills. You still got bills. And because we always going to pay bills, we always going to need money or just some sort of financial tool to get us where we need to get to. There are going to be opportunities that come up like this Teflar sale. Okay. I'm talking to the fancy rich girls. This Teflar sale came out of nowhere. My homegirl texts me and say, yo, Teflar is selling bags. They're going to make them. They don't ship till March, but they out here. I remember eight, nine, 10 years ago, Candace, I would have been like, well, damn, I don't get paid till <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to do it. It's, it's, it's things that are that simple. When you really want to do something for yourself and you can't because you don't got the money because you got to wait till you get paid. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go put Teflar bags on your credit card if you can't pay it. Okay. <laughs> I'm also talking to the responsible rich girls. I'm not telling you to just go blow a bag on credit. But I came across some very inexpensive property in a great space this past week. And I was able to take advantage of just the opportunity to learn about these properties and see if it was something I wanted to invest in. 
But I remember a day and a time in my life when I couldn't even think about that. Real estate investment has been something that I've been trying to get my hands into for a while. However, I wanted to educate myself first because like I said, there's a lot of free resources out there that can help you really learn about these ventures you want to go on. But I remember a time where I couldn't even consider something like this because I was not in the right space financially. So for today, for me to be able to say, oh, this looks like a great deal. And I 1000% did not have to think about what was in my account, what balance I had on my credit card. I knew that I could invest in this property because I have worked hard to bring myself to a space where I am so financially stable, right? That I can look at something and know I can absolutely afford that and I'm absolutely going to go for it. Because those type of investments are the type of investments that make you rich. The ones that you can just make without blinking an eye. Things move quickly out here in this world. You might see some sort of deal for something that you need. It may not be there next week. The opportunity may not be there next week. And that's why you have to be financially sound on all cylinders. Money saved, money invested, good credit, and managing the money that's coming in well. And that's why I do what I do. I've had people tell me that they have an 800 credit score, but they cannot save money to save their life. Extremely intelligent and capable individuals. They just can't do it. Rich people. Rich people cannot manage their money. Come on. We all heard the stories, but people hit the lottery and, and they make millions of dollars and in two years they're broke. That's how crazy it is. That's how, and, and some people may not even ever see that amount of money and can manage money and, and think they can manage money. And if you come into an amount of money like that, you can end up broke all because you don't have the money management skills that it takes. Now, don't get me wrong. When I come into my millions, somebody's going to manage that for me, okay? <laughs> I don't want no smoke. Somebody I can trust, okay? So that I can ease that and alleviate that from my mind, right? I'm going to have a whole squad, not a whole squad. I'm going to have a team that's going to look after my assets for me because once you get to a certain bracket, you got to bring you got to bring somebody on, right? You got to bring somebody on. So I say all of that to say that you have to be obsessed. You have to be obsessed with the process and the journey. You cannot allow frivolous things to throw you off of your horse as it relates to your, to your financial journey. You cannot allow doubt, self-doubt. You cannot allow you know, negative talk. You can't allow people around you to impact the journey that you're on. I'll tell you, and I'm gonna probably get into this on another episode, but I had a girl book a consultation with me and it was after the holidays. And she was like, man, I really spent a lot of money this year, you know, on the holidays. And I'm like, tell me more, right? Like, tell me about that. 
And she was like, well, you know, I bought literally everybody on the list a present because, you know, we were meeting up as a family and, you know, family and friends were over. And so I literally got everybody a present. And I really, really, you know, exhausted my savings because I wanted to get to get everybody something nice. And I had to stop her. I had to stop her mid sentence and say, don't do that again. Don't do that again. A lot of us get wrapped up in this holiday season. Oh, I got to get everybody a present. And you know, blah, blah, blah. Listen, listen, you don't have to spend your hard-earned money on anyone, okay? And if you are on a specific financial journey, reel it back even more, (laughs) okay? Get creative. TJ Maxx, Ross, Marshalls, Amazon. Don't be out here breaking the bank. For Christmas, it first of all, it comes every year. You should be ready. Don't be wasting your savings on Christmas presents. But, and if you follow me on a gram at your credit queen, you'll know that um, I talk about Christmas shopping in September. So I start Christmas shopping probably around July, August for my people, because then it doesn't, it doesn't feel as overwhelming. I'm not a last minute shopper. I don't do well under that pressure. It's just not who I am. I know some people do really well and, you know, people will be Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. That's just not who I am. Everything's under the tree way before and we just ready to go. But at the end of the day, I start my Christmas shopping really early. I start asking my people or I'm a, I pay attention really well. So I'm a great gift giver and I, I start packing it up, right? Start getting those presents. But when she said that to me, I said, and how many Christmas presents did you get? She was like, oh, I got about like four or five Christmas presents. I said, how many people did you gift Christmas presents to? She said about 12 because she had the list out. She had all the names of the people she bought presents for. And I was like, not that this matters, but maybe those people didn't have it to get you a present. And, you know, because I asked like, well, was it little kids? You know, she's like, no, like it was a, you know, bunch of adults. And I'm like, maybe they didn't have it. And they made that decision to not get you a present because I mean, they love you, but they didn't have it. And if, if you want to buy a house by March, right, this is the conversation we were having. You didn't have it either. (laughs) You went in your savings for Christmas. And this is what I'm talking about when I say money management is key. And this is what I'm talking about when I say, don't let anyone impact your journey. Don't let anyone throw you off. The, your peoples could go one Christmas without a present from you. And after all we've been through with this pandemic, with this panty, <laughs> it's nice to just see family. I don't care if anybody gets get, gives me a present. I just want to be around my people safely and happy, safe and happy. That's all. Like at the end of the day, this should have made us, this should have helped us realize how important it is to just spend time with the family versus running out and thinking about presents. So back to the topic at hand about credit being king, the the most important gems I want you to take from this episode is that when it comes to your credit, you need to not play. You need to take it seriously because as I mentioned previously, you're not always going to have money, but you will always be able to rely on your credit no matter what. There was, there's this, um, there's this sort of this, I guess, stigma that 
you know, old heads got good credit. Like everybody, grandma probably got good credit, right? Like I know my grandma did when she was here. May she rest in peace. Abuelita, right? She had amazing credit. You know, I'm sure my grandfather did too. Because guess what? They knew that credit was king. They knew that no matter how much money they had stashed through the house and in the banks, because for whatever reason, grandparents is just rich. They was always going to need their credit. So if you notice when you, if you go to an old head, like, Hey, can you co-sign for me? They're not going to play with you like that. <laughs> They're not going to play with you with no co-signing. Cause if you need a co-signer, guess what? Means your credit ain't right. Means your financial situation ain't right. So they're not about to mess with you. Right? So listen, credit is king. Okay. And if you need help with your credit, hit me up. That's my, that's my forever passion getting people's credit scores up. And what I was able to wake up to just the other day is a 150 point increase. Okay. This obviously isn't in one update, but since I began my credit journey some years ago, I have been able to increase my credit score by 150 points because I was determined that no matter no matter how much money I made or didn't make, I was always going to have credit in my corner. I was always going to have credit in my pocket for whatever it is that came up that I needed, that I wanted, because we treat ourselves around here. Okay. We don't, we not all budgeting and, and pinching coins We're we're going to budget and we're going to spend too. We're going to treat ourselves too. But I made that decision that I wasn't going to play about my credit. And I haven't been playing about it ever since. And I want more people to take this stance. I want more people to take this perspective. Do not play about your credit and your credit won't play about you. An 800 point credit score is way more money than a hundred grand because an 800 credit score can get you way more than a hundred grand in loans and credit, etc. So the next time you thinking about letting that payment slide or you thinking about maybe even co-signing for somebody or you're thinking about maybe closing a credit card for absolutely no reason, make sure you think about that. Make sure you book a consult with me using the link in my bio in the show notes here. Make sure you make sure you book a consult with me and find out if that's going to be the best move for your credit. Because I'm going to get into hella credit gems in these next few episodes. We're going to get into credit real deep, real heavy. But I want to make sure that y'all understand why we getting into credit so heavy, why credit is king, why you should not play about your credit ever, ever, ever. Okay. I want you to take this stance with me. I'm not going to play I'm not going to play about my credit going forward. I've probably worn my credit a couple times. It is what it is, but it's about what we're not going to accept moving forward, period. I let my credit play with me <laughs> some years ago in the past, but what I accepted in the past, I'm no longer accepting moving forward. And that's just that. That's on period and on uh, Mary and, and the lambs. Okay. I'm not going to let it play with me no more. And only once you realize the benefits of credit 
is when you're going to realize that you can't play about your credit. Most people don't even know what credit can get them, and that's why they play about it. But once you realize what credit can get you and what benefits a good credit score has, you no longer play about it. You take it serious and you're consistent about it. You're very smart about your decisions. Okay. Extremely, extremely smart about your decisions. You're not just going to open up any card. You're not just going to, you know, let any payment slide. You're going to be diligent about your payments because you already know what time it is. So with that being said, I am going to start winding down and wrapping up this episode, but I do want to share that I will be dropping something special for my VIPs. That is you all (laughs) for my VIPs coming real soon. Okay. When I began my financial freedom journey, I told y'all in season one, that I was manifesting financial freedom before the word manifesting was cool, right? Like I would write these these affirmations, right? Before the word affirmations was cool, I would write these affirmations down on post-it notes and I would stick them on my mirrors and all over my house and I would read them out loud so that I could make sure that I was staying focused and staying on track. And what I've done is I've created some money mindset affirmation cards. And I am so excited to share this with you guys, because these are the very affirmations that helped me in the beginnings and still through my financial journey. And I'm ready now, finally, to share these gems with you guys. And I'm so excited to hear your feedback and hear how you guys like them and how they have helped you. So with that being said, go follow my Instagram now if you have not, because I'm going to start sharing more information on my affirmation cards each and every Monday when the episodes drop, okay? So you'll see if you if you pull up on my page, you will see a post about them. But I'm telling you, these cards are going to be game changers. Okay, you'll have to pull one and read one every every day out loud along your financial freedom journey. And this is where we're really going to see the magic happen, because at the end of the day, if you don't believe it, it's not going to come into fruition. And a very easy way to make sure that you stay on track and stay focused and believe something is reciting it every day, not allowing yourself to forget the why behind your journey, not allowing yourself to forget the progress that you have made. With that, I bid you adieu, rich girls. I thank you so much for joining me. And as always, stay blessed, continue to stay focused, stay beautiful, and I will see you next time. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. 
Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.